0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Generation Tune, presented by the Space Monkey X Audio Workshop. This is your host, Rob Lamley. Here on Generation Tune, I, a Gen Xer, will be joined by my wife, Andrea, a millennial, and our Gen Z daughter, Harper, to watch some of our favorite cartoons spanning the last 40 years. In our last episode, I presented Thundar the Barbarian to my co-hosts, so this time around, it's Andrea's turn to recommend a cartoon, and her choice was Garfield and Friends, from Film Roman Productions and United Media Productions. Garfield and Friends ran on CBS from 1988 until 1994 for seven seasons and a total of 121 episodes. Garfield by creator Jim Davis debuted as a newspaper comic strip in 1978. The strip would become omnipresent in the mid to late 1980s, with the lasagna-loving furball seen on t-shirts, lunchboxes, coffee mugs, stationery, and the infamous suction-cup doll that was in everyone's car windows. Garfield's popularity has waned over the years, but when Garfield and Friends debuted in 1988, he was only 10 years old and still in his prime. The show followed on the heels of many Emmy Award winning primetime animated specials, starting with 1982's Here Comes Garfield, as well as the beloved holiday specials, 1985's Garfield's Halloween Adventure and 1987's A Garfield Christmas. The show was split into two segments, an adventure featuring Garfield, his owner John Arbuckle, and Garfield's slobbering nemesis, Odie. The second half of the show was U.S. Acres, an adaptation of Jim Davis' comic strip of the same name that ran from 1986 until 1989, which followed the shenanigans of Orson, a pig, and his barnyard friends. For this episode of Generation Tune, Andrea, Harper, and I watched three episodes of Garfield and Friends. Season 1, Episode 1, the main story has Garfield trying desperately to get some sleep while the annoying Binky the Clown keeps interrupting him. Season 4, Episode 8, John, Garfield, and Odie are on vacation when John gets pulled over by a shady police officer, who also serves as the town's judge, lawyer, bailiff, and jury. And Season 7, Episode 13. While out on a walk with Odie, Garfield notices that his cartoon world looks more realistic than usual. That's because they've somehow gotten stuck in a superhero cartoon called Power Squad that features an animation style similar to X-Men the Animated Series. This one actually features a pre-Batman the Animated Series voice cameo from the Joker himself, Mark Hamill. So what did we think of Garfield and Friends? Well, grab a plate of lasagna, and let's get on to the discussion. Well, um, this is our second episode,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, this time it was Andrea's Choice, The Millennial. And what did you choose for our cartoon to watch?
1: A mistake. <laughs> um, it was uh, Garfield and Friends.
0: Garfield and Friends. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I feel like the, okay, it, cut to
0: black, time. <laughs> yeah. It was
1: not good.
0: No. I remember
1: liking it, but I think more it was just that I remember I, not hating it.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I,
1: because I it remember. was beige.
0: Yeah. Just a little background real quick. The show was obviously based on the Garfield comic strip by Jim Davis, first published in 1978. The show kind of debuted on "Happy Birthday, Garfield," a special broadcast on May seventeenth, nineteen eighty-eight, to celebrate the tenth anniversary of the comic strip. Uh, on the show, which featured both animated segments as well as interviews with Jim Davis and other comic strip creators, viewers got to see snippets of a recording session for the show. Well, That's vaguely familiar. Well, I, I mean, 1988, I would have been, you would have have been six. six. You oh. probably would have watched it. Huh. There were animated uh, Garfield specials every year, pretty much. From 1982 until 1991, um, there were, I think that's 12 in total, and every one of them was nominated for an Emmy, and four of them won Emmys. I want to say the ones that won were uh, the Halloween one for sure. Well, was there a Hall- yeah, Gar- Halloween? Yeah, Garfield Halloween Adventure. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the other ones off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure that one was because I know that Probably was a special one for you.
1: that one, and then I want to say, um, as I'm looking at the titles that you have here, I want to say I remember Here Comes Garfield. That was, yeah. And then poss- and probably A Garfield Christmas, obviously. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I want to say Babes and Bullets was one, too, which was based on the Garfield and His Nine Lives book, which was, it was a crazy book. I, I had it as a kid. And basically it was nine alternative takes on the Garfield character um that started with like a cave cat where he has these big saber-toothed tiger teeth
1: right right
0: um but then another one is the babes and bullets that it talks about where he's a 1930s uh hard-nosed uh noir detective and so he's talking in like humphrey bogart you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um that one was not on the the nine lives special where they adapted the book for Mm -hmm. the most part it was actually spun off into its own special and i believe that one won an emmy The one that was really shocking, though, about the nine lives, at least in the book, I don't know if it was actually on the special, Mm -hmm. was the one where Garfield is, like, taken over by an evil spirit, and it's almost like a primal cat spirit, and the very last frame of the comic is him attacking the old lady that owns him. It's really wild, and I remember as a kid kind of being, like whoa they went dark
1: it's like an (laughs) id and ego sort of yeah yeah
0: and what's really wild is that jim davis wrote all of the stories so i mean Mm. he clearly has a dark side that he occasionally let out like this this nine live story but there's also the halloween special that i know a lot of people have fond memories of kind of being freaked out by like i want to say there was a scene in particular that everyone is kind of like that, you know, that was a scarring moment for my childhood. Does that bring any bells for you? No. Okay. No. Okay.
1: No, we just thought it was so delightfully silly. Yeah. That that's the parts that we kind of focused on. Okay. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I'm fully willing to admit that there is a chance that maybe I'm thinking of some, like, Garfield short is what I remembered fondly that was about Halloween or something like that, but I'm because I, I believe it's just the lighter moments of that one. Okay.
0: I know that a lot of people your age have fond memories of that Halloween one. So I, th- I think you're probably right that it, you know, that it was the special. That I you mean, remember. I know I've seen it in the
1: past uh, decade. Well, yeah, because cause we, we bought yeah. it for yeah. Harper when you she guys, was little. You
2: guys introduced it to me. And I remember I remember the first episode and I think the second one and a few of the others, like different glimpses of it but i don't remember i don't have any very fond memories of it i think i watched it for like only a little at least for what i can remember just a yeah, little bit I, or
0: something like I that. i think we probably watched this the halloween special and the christmas special and maybe was not there a thanksgiving a one
1: times yes
0: you know it wouldn't surprise me if we watched those with her but that was probably about it mm-hmm. you know? yeah mm-hmm.
2: i don't have that many memories with garfield um especially since like it, it stopped airing right when i was around the time i was born and now everything. you
0: so, did watch the reboot. I did which was in 2009 the Garfield show.
2: Yeah, that one that one is very is really different from this version because yeah. in that in this in the um reboot in the 2009 reboot uh first of all there was no like what's the farm called again I forgot. Oh, <laughs> US Acres? Yeah, US yeah, Acres it there was just no US yeah. Acres it was just Garfield. I also remember like they had these really weird like um basically like like two episode or three episode adventures where it would just be a continuation oh, and it that's wasn't interesting. just it wasn't okay. just episodic. Okay. Uh, at least what what from I can remember yeah. and I think they're also like it was also all CGI which it is CGI. which is very yes. different from
0: from the hand drawn from the
2: hand drawn. Yeah. Which I love the transition between seeing that it was completely hand drawn and then very slowly they turn over to turn over to more computers and like Because in the first episode we saw, it was very clearly hand-drawn and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, like, in the later season episodes, we realized it was, like, more... They turned a bit more to the computers, but not completely.
0: I don't think it was computer. I think it was just they refined the style. Yeah. They had more money, honestly. Basically. Because the show was a big success, which is kind of surprising to me. Um, The show ran for seven seasons, and I think it was 121 episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. I had no idea it went on that long. That's insane to me. (laughs) Um but I think basically what happened is that as the show was maintaining its popularity, it got a little bit more money to be able to handle things like background. art. Yeah. That was the big thing I noticed. Uh, in the first episode that we watched the pilot, um, the backgrounds were very vague. They were, they were almost watercolor aspect, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Well, and that's see, cause that's what I remember about the specials too, is that's the, the look of the specials Yeah,
0: is, okay. is like that. Yeah, and and then as the show progressed, which you know we didn't watch 121 episodes or anything crazy, but um, as we got into a later season, I noticed that the backgrounds were much more precise but boring. Mm-hmm. Like they they didn't have well,
1: it it started to reflect that like late 80s, early 90s blocks of color, yeah. rather than variations in tones.
0: And yeah, it it so also just looked more like the strip. Yeah, you know? and also
2: yeah. and also there. This was just a little thing that I noticed was that. It was like that they wouldn't that they would only create like one background for the entire like short almost for especially for the USA Acres that was yeah. the main mm-hmm. thing that I noticed was that that's, it was always the background of the barn even though they were yeah. right next to the barn yeah that's but not
0: unusual that's
2: not unusual and I understand it's I a mean, way to save money it's I understand why they were low budget but yeah. it was just something that I noticed like 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 they just animated. Um, a full adventure with Garfield and now they're just using the same background for this um big mm-hmm. farm. Yeah. I just thought it was kind of like yeah. interesting to see and just like obvious that shortcuts. It, that obvious that they were trying to put a lot of time in the Garfield like uh in the Garfield adventure and then just the kind US of US
0: acres was, then they were, the then they, it was almost yeah. like they
2: were focused so Um, so hard on the Garfield special and they were like, oh, wait, this farm thing still exists. (laughs) USA Acres still exists. We need to throw something in. Well,
0: Garfield was the, the name, you know, and he was the brand. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense that they would spend more time on those. I also thought of something else that might have influenced our viewings of the later seasons and, and why we thought it was a little less creative. Over time, they would eventually have a stockpile of standard animations for all of these characters especially after seven seasons, mm-hmm. you know? So there was probably a lot of time where they didn't redraw anything. They just used an old drawing from a previous episode of a character doing a similar action. You know, it's not like you got to redraw Garfield walking every episode. They're yeah. going to reuse that animation from previous episodes. Especially since fair. these
2: are characters that their designs are very much like... Well, are, they're, 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 they're the set same. in stone, yeah. The only, the only time they change is if they're like wearing clothing or right. something. Yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. Well, and with Garfield... His, again, his mouth doesn't move. Yeah, that was a yeah. brilliant
0: idea because, the, man, you want to talk about cutting down on animation? Mm-hmm. The only person whose mouth moves is the animals. I mean, I'm sorry, is, is the humans? John, John. and what? any other Odie, woman?
1: Odie pants. So he, they do the motion of the tongue, but, but, that's, but that's still again, repetitive. that's repetitive. So I mean, so that's yeah. a
0: great way to cut down on your animation fees. You know, your animation expenses. Yeah. But I also found out that. On the one you watched, the 2009 version, the CGI one, this is interesting because in the old show, we just saw in the episode we watched, um, Garfield is trying to talk to John, but John doesn't understand him because he's Mm -hmm. not talking. Mm -hmm. But in your show, they actually have conversations. Garfield is talking just like a normal person, and John is talking back to him. You know
1: why? Because I swear, probably whoever was involved in the writing of that show also liked Garfield without Garfield because it makes it more interesting if John's having a conversation with nothing.
2: I I still think... I still, like, I remember watching that in the review. I'm just like, wait a minute. How... You're... This this guy can talk. Why aren't you, like, talking about... Your talking cat instead of, right.
1: like,
2: <laughs> you're saying how poor you are. You could literally just, t- like, sell your talking cat or, like, show him off in TV shows and everything. You would gain a bunch of money. My seven-year-old mind already knew how to do that. How
1: did John, the grown, the grown adult, not figure that out? It's like... Look. Well, he's the original buffoon. So, John? So he, yeah. Yes. He, he's... He he's
0: is. Oh, he's so delightfully seven, stupid. Seven-year-old
2: me knew how to how to gain more money than Sean. <laughs> <Okay. laughs>
0: um, one thing that I found inter- interesting this time is um, it, it was always funny to me how when I was a kid and I had seen Ghostbusters by this time, I thought Bill Murray was the voice of Garfield. Mm. You know? And it was Lorenzo music. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually did the voice of Garfield for everything in the 80s. He did all the specials. He did this I mean, cartoon. I mean, pretty much I any got, time Garfield be was honest, represented, he does
2: it great. Though he definitely oh, does fit the I attitude of that cat. Absolutely <laughs> agree.
0: He is definitely the highlight, and I understand why they used him for everything. Mm-hmm. But then I found it interesting that then they used Bill Murray in the movies. In the movies, so, yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. now on your show, uh, yeah, Lorenzo Music had already passed away. He died in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. So instead, they replaced him with Frank Welker. Now Frank Welker is a name we're going to be. Hearing a lot in this podcast series. Yeah, um yeah. he has over 860 voice roles as of and 2021.
1: Wh- and that's as of you know when your dad did this research. It, it has been a week, so yeah. we can so probably, add probably add probably 900. More. More. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he is he is talented and prolific.
0: um In fact, I did a little research here on him. Uh, in fact, um, he started in, in 1969. And he has over 860 film, television, and video game credits, with a worldwide box office of 17.4 billion dollars, making him the third highest-grossing actor of all time. <laughs> only oh, the only two who have him beat are Stanley and Samuel L. Jackson. The movies he's been in, and he's the voices in, are billion-dollar box office movies. So it's mm-hmm. crazy that this voice actor you've probably never even well, seen a picture of,
1: and that's just is the box third highest. Office. Yeah. I mean, he's he is Fred in um, Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo. He's he is. Oh. Here's the thing: is I would be willing to bet that at minimum half the cartoons that you have watched in your life have had Fra- Frank Frank Welker his As a voice something. has been on there at somewhere.
0: And he does a lot of like just animal noises, not necessarily even voices like Scooby. Just like he's really well known for doing animals. That's one of his the big same things. way. Uh,
1: D. Bradley Baker is, which is, uh, Perry the Platypus. He does, yeah. he does a lot of animal <laughs> yeah. noises,
0: very... So, Frank Wilker's name you're gonna hear a lot. But anyway, he took over for Lorenzo Music, who died in 2001, yeah. for your version of the show.
2: My version was cursed, I gotta admit. <laughs> like, why the reboot... Like, I remember, like, I think it was, I don't know if it was because of the CGI. I mean, it was, it was good for its time, but looking back on it now, well, yeah, it was I very mean,
0: obvious that it was,
2: it was, it was, it was a little rough. janky, a little
0: it, it was, you know, that was almost 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah,
2: and, I mean, like, and like, and like, there were definitely, fast. and like I said before, there were, it wasn't always episodic, so right. there were, of course, like um like full-on adventures that would go on for certain episodes and it got like a little weird sometimes especially with the like we mentioned before john talking to his cat his cat talking back right that every once in a while would like kind of like cross in the in like a weird like thing where it was where it's basically like no this makes sense in the comic in the original cartoon, but it does not make sense now that hmm. he is talking to his cat. Okay. Like that is, he can understand his cat,
0: <laughs> but he couldn't in the comic. Yeah, just, he couldn't. That's what I'm saying though. So you're saying it's weird that he could understand. It's him now? weird because gotcha. they would
2: make jokes. They would make jokes that would fit better for the older version of this. Like the oh, cartoon okay. that we've watched recently where he can't understand Garfield. He can't. Oh, and so Garfield I... is just talking to us. But then in the, but then in the reboot, it's talking, it's like they're making the same jokes, but it's canon in that reboot that John can understand Garfield. So it doesn't make sense in that point.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. That was actually one thing that I kind of appreciated about this one is uh, how weird it got. We only watched a handful of episodes, but we watched one from, what was that, six or seven, where Garfield realizes he's animated, and then he meets, like, the X-Men-type characters. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, really yeah. D- that was an in- more interesting they, one. They broke the fourth wall because yeah. and like
0: uh that one I found really I like I kept saying the whole time I was like this has real Rick and Morty energy. Yes. It really it did. felt like a Rick and Morty episode because again, Garfield knew he was self-aware that he was animated and then he mm-hmm. went into this world and he was
1: He was able to manipulate the world
0: by, yeah. Yeah, By, like, taking the pencil from the animator, which is an old Looney Tunes thing. Mm -hmm. But But it's
2: still interesting to see, and it's interesting how meta it would get.
0: Yeah, that was that was an interesting episode. I'm
2: actually not surprised it was in a kids' cartoon because, as someone who like grew up with a few cartoons that were meta like that, I definitely felt more engaged but, when the car when my cartoon characters that I loved were talking to me yes,
0: through the TV. But that's in your era. This is our era. True. This was mm-hmm. this was pretty strange. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, other than the Looney Tunes classic where Daffy.
1: Well, I mean, it has come up other times, but they were uh, the first one I remember. Of course, is Looney Tunes. Yeah, the Daffy Duck one. Yeah. Um, but it Mom, has
2: the weird orange cat's talking to me. <laughs>
1: yeah, but that's the thing is like, and it would come up a little bit more and more in different places because I remember like that would always end up being one of my favorite episodes of whatever I was watching, really. Yeah, because okay. I liked that aspect. Yeah, of, let's let's acknowledge that it's a cartoon and right. we can completely manipulate this kids world. Kids
2: love it hearing that their favorite cartoons are talking to them sure. and acknowledging them. I mean, it definitely makes like from my experience, it makes us feel more engaged in it the, in the thing that we're like, it feels like we're part of it and right. everything. Yeah, and they are literally talking to you. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that one was a cool episode or I should say story because the whole episode wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> because it also went to another weird place. It's not the one with the, the Alibaba and the 50 thieves or five. You know, oh Jesus. <laughs> so the one where, wasn't that the same episode? I think it had to have been. We only watched three. Yeah. Um, we watched another episode where Garfield is in the Middle East, and, and oh god, the a,
1: accent! Yeah. I blocked this. Yeah, John
0: has a I really
1: this. A really
0: bad racist. Also, accent. also,
1: there's oh, no, there's racist accents all yes. over Also, yes, All, so all so of funny. the characters,
2: all the people in the Middle East, were like pale, like snowmen. <laughs> yes. Like they just yeah. were not. There was no diversity. No, there was no, no. difference.
0: Like, I'm um, just like, Jesus but me. at the same time, as 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 non PC as that episode was, it was also very strange because it's Garfield in this kind of fantasy setting, and he's it
1: almost it almost went the Hello Kitty route. Like remember the Hello the Kitty? Hello Kitty
0: Theater? Yeah. So yes. the, it,
1: it went the oh, we're going to use these characters that you know and love and tell a different classic story. story.
0: Yeah. But you so, know,
1: Hello, and, Hello Kitty didn't go
0: full <laughs> racism we, we haven't gotten to that show yet. Maybe they did. We don't know. Okay. Fair. <laughs> fair. I I I do not speak for but Hello Kitty. I was
2: I was I was like when we saw it, when we first like it first like Garfield was telling the scene, I'm just like, oh Jesus.
0: You knew it was coming though.
2: Because from what I know from cartoons back like back in your days yes um,
0: the olden times <laughs> in oh. the olden times
2: I was just like I was just like oh we're putting this in a setting other than America alright here's some racist <laughs> yeah this yeah. is gonna get ugly mm-hmm. yeah. like that was the act like oh, yeah it was just it was I wonder I wonder if they like Asked the one Middle Eastern person on the crew, there or probably there wasn't, wasn't the Middle if, Eastern if there probably wasn't actually. Now <laughs> I'm saying it, There probably wasn't. They were no. just like people like this, right?
0: No, they didn't care. But I also feel like by the end there, I think, again, without having watched every episode, I kind of wonder if they were finally letting down their hair a little bit and trying to be a little bit more experimental, because the other episodes we watched. Like you said, they were beige. They were boring. It was not a good show.
1: It had a it had a standard, you know, eighties nineties sitcom rhythm yeah. to it, and yeah. it was just I don't know. I maybe I'm just spoiled by the later cartoons of my youth, where we get into like you know Animaniacs and Tiny Toons and like right. self aware. Yeah, because that's the thing is it was almost missing that step. Like if it took another step into the weird. It,
0: and that's why I'm wondering. It,
1: it would have probably been better. But I wonder didn't. if that
0: last season, if we'd watched more of those episodes, if we would have found that. Maybe you know, if they were able to kind of go crazy by the end there. But man, we watched the the pilot, and it was it was neat just because again because of the art direction style. Well, of and
1: it. I and I I but remember the pilot. That so is one I. that I remember. Saying? I remember. Um, Binky. Krusty, Binky the Clown, sorry, Crusty, <laughs> Crusty <laughs> Simpsons, my, wrong clown, wrong clown, Um, Binky, Binky the, the clown. clown, I remember that white and blue polka dot wall, like watercolor wallpaper that yeah. Garfield's in front of, yeah. like, it, they took, they lifted a lot of the stuff, I think, from the specials, so I think that's why I remember that so much, but...
0: But even then, the... The the setup and the payoff and everything was very sitcommy, very comic strippy. It felt like they were just being pulled straight from the comic to me. That's true. Like they could have been just which, animated versions of the strip.
1: Which here's the thing is I think that if if that if that was the gimmick, stick with it and do a series of like two, yeah, but, three shorts. Don't draw it out to your full like whatever right. ten minutes. But do shorter ones and just do more of them. Maybe they they basically just
2: kind of were like all right we already got a comic how about we just pull it from this kids won't won't notice or something Mm -hmm. i feel like most most like animators and people who make kids cartoons and stuff are basically like if it's moving if it's if it's a if it's a cartoon like cat or something or it's something that um something like cartoony and it's moving kids will like it that's not always the case I mean I
0: mean but at the time it might have been enough true mm-hmm.
2: um, this cartoon is more like a watch a few episodes then go back to work
1: like well like we were talking a... about earlier is is the it, Garfield and friends felt like this is what this is what was on in the background while you played with your toys in you know in the living room like you it didn't require full attention but it also wasn't going to be Completely at dark. the time. Offensive, Right. You know what I mean? And right. it was going to be okay for the kids to like stop and look and then go back to playing because, you know,
0: that's that's what we did. <laughs> I wonder, I would love to, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I would love to see a side-by-side comparison of Garfield from, again, the seven seasons it was on, to also see the parallel between, like we were saying, sitcoms. I wonder if there's a similar flow of story, and, you know, like, I wonder if things started to get weird in about 1989, 90, when well, this one started to get weird. You know, like, Married with Children was kind of in that era.
1: Uh-huh. Simpsons was starting, was, startin', was well, at least so, in Tracy Ullman and then coming mm-hmm. on. Um,
0: Whereas, you know, the earlier a little bit earlier in that, 86, 87, you would have had, like, Family Ties. You know, eighty. I guess it would have been a little bit like more 84, 85, But either way, you would have had that. You know, I wonder if I wonder if there's a, prog- a similar progression as far as bland storytelling in that time period, and then mm-hmm. things got interesting once again. Fox kind of came onto the scene with The Simpsons and things like Married with Children and Get a Life and uh, um, Gary Shandling Show. Mm-hmm. You know, where things started to get a little bit more. Out there, self-aware. Well, I guess. yeah,
1: self-aware, a little more, a little more out there with things. Um,
0: Just started taking more chances. I
1: guess,
0: and I don't think that was something that was really done on mainstream television in the mid to eight, you know, mid to late eighties.
1: Well, and you also have to figure that, you know, late eighties. This is also when MTV is really like, and not it's that true. they're really like at, hitting their stride no, with like having like the height of their yeah. influence.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be interesting. I mean, again, I don't know how we would really even do that, but I definitely feel like there was a progression as far as the stories went from very bland and simple mm-hmm. to even more bland there in the middle where we, we, we couldn't even finish the last episode we trying to watch <laughs> yeah. in season four. It was just, mm-hmm. there was nothing to laugh at. There was no, mm-hmm. there was nothing worth our time. Um,
1: well, there's also the fact that, like, I I guess now I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to think of, like, what, the, what would the target audience be for that? And I think sometimes the difference comes down to that. If that was a cartoon for, like, young kids. Which okay? it probably was. Okay. I think the issue is, is that a lot of times, even the more, right now, even the entertaining ca- or, um, cartoons for that age group, sometimes are still educational, or I should say a lot of the times are educational. Yeah. And that w- that wasn't that.
0: Well, you got to figure it was the 80s. It was all about merchandise and branding and everything else at the time. Well, especially Garfield. Yeah, especially Garfield. I mean, he was on everything back then. I loved Garfield at that time. Mm-hmm. I had tons of those little books. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. The ones yes. That, The short, long ones that mm-hmm. look like the strip. Mm-hmm. I, I probably had a dozen of those, yeah, and I read them constantly. Did. And I had even the big collections where they were mm-hmm. eight and a half by, or, or you know, b- b- good sized books. But I just this cartoon just did nothing for me now, and it, I don't know if it's just I've grown or if it wasn't very good even back then, and I just didn't know any better. Well,
1: I just don't think it was meant to be more than just like the holiday specials. Could I be. think
0: It was. It was meant to. It was just too hard to draw out.
1: Well, or maybe to make it, keep it interesting. Or or maybe it's the fact that, you know, okay, if you know that you've got 45 minutes to tell a story, you can flesh it out more.
0: That's true. It could
1: be being constrained by this. So each episode was what 22 minutes and it was split in half between Garfield and US Acres. Well, yeah. So make it entertaining
0: for that 8 minutes. Mhm. That could be.
2: For me, what it was is because of what I personally grew up with. You guys have a different experience with cartoons than I do. What I personally grew up with it wasn't always this episodic there were right. of course episodic episodes and and like there were just filler episodes for um but for most of the for most of the cartoons i watched they it's were more, more storylined and more plot lined and yeah. they didn't like and they didn't have like sure there were wacky adventures but they made it still part of the story and they right. made it still have parts of the story in it, even though if, even if it might not have dealt with many of the main character, like many of the important characters of the story other than the main character. And right. But it was still like, it was still plot lined. and Garfield is more episodic and it's more of just, here's a random adventure that we think it would be funny if Garfield was put in. See, it Mm -hmm. feels
0: more like the comic strip to me in that way. It it feels like it's a one-off joke, but they have to extend it and it doesn't always work. And you're going to find as we watch mine and mom's generation, especially the early part of her generation, it's a lot of episodic. Yeah. Now the key is, is that if you can find like, we're going to get the one that keeps coming to my mind that I'm excited for us to watch is the real ghostbusters because that show episodic, you know, there weren't really, there were a handful that were, you know, two parters. For the most part, it's one and done episodes, but the characters were interesting and the monsters they had to fight were cool and it you know it actually spurred something here it's literally the same Garfield Odie John Garfield Odie John Binky Garfield Odie John I mean there's there's nothing to it it's just was, this it's just a formula
2: Although I like episodic stuff it's better when it's like a completely or almost completely new adventure because like like well, let's say the characters um like go on a cruise or something. Like they have some sort of wacky adventure away from home, then they're back home after the wacky advent after the wacky adventure, and a new problem arises. And like it's just it's it's better. I feel like it would be better for an episodic series if it's a new if it's like different locations or. Somewhat different locations and problems with those locations. And I think that's where. And I feel like that's where, like Garfield, it, there's was, nothing there. because it's, it was it's always just it was, John's house. It was always at John's house, <laughs> and everyone yeah. and like they would, of course, change locations, but it was only to, like it was, yeah. but it would always go like it would go John's house, vet, John's house, right, John's house, John's house, car, John's house. Like yeah. it was not. There's that nothing really different. There. No, and although. It's although it's good to um, set like set a clear story of like here are the main characters here are the people you're going to be seeing. It's better to put them into different situations so that way your your viewers are more engaged.
0: That's why even Scooby Doo was better. Yeah, it's not like they were going back to the same haunted they were <laughs> amusement going... park every mm-hmm. week. It was always somewhere different. <laughs> Whereas this one, it was just the same old, same old, and, and every to... and
2: it was only and the only time it ever changed location, like Garfield and. Garfield, Odie, and John weren't even there. It was U.S. Acres. Right. That was the only time in well, the Well, and end.
0: even then, it was just on a farm for the most part. Yeah. No, they were in
1: a car. I'll have you know.
2: <laughs> they are in a car driving to where? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was just on vacation. It was weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess, long story short, it wasn't our thing. Uh, Andrea, I have a feeling this is not one you will be revisiting.
1: No.
0: I don't think I care to really watch any more of it either. I, I would like to watch the, some of the specials. And we're talk, we've are we talked about maybe doing a Halloween special episode of this podcast that we would watch holiday specials mm-hmm. so maybe we would do the halloween one just to see why it is so much better and why you have some in your mind it, yeah like, why you so. have such better memories of it and why it maybe stood out more than the run-of-the-mill cartoon
2: mm-hmm. um, I, I so a, i think that would be interesting feel to feel like, i feel like the like i feel like the specials um, the reason why they stuck out for so many people is because they were specials. So they were things that... It's entirely possible. They were, like... It you, was an event. It was an yeah,
0: event. Yeah, it really was. And
2: while there's this entire bland show where, like we just mentioned, it's just at John's house, or it's just at the U.S. Acres. Well, now, these characters, sure, it might still be at John's house, but it's, like, in a different event setting. It's more... It's, it's like, has a, a lot more
1: possibility. I was gonna
0: say. You know, I mean, it's it's got a focal point it's mm-hmm. thanksgiving or it's halloween or mm-hmm. it's christmas and so you kind of
1: it's halloween. You, can, you can be in that
2: playground
0: yes it's
2: it's it's john's house it's halloween like you might expect something creepy to happen but there because there's so many different ways of being and there's so many different like genre, like different types of uh, horror movies that they could play off or different types of scary villains or different types of like fears that people have there was different possibilities at John's house at John's house and like and how what you can do in that Halloween mm-hmm. special yes well at a normal episode like if it's just a guy and his cat and dog there's not like unless something specific happens at the beginning of the episode you don't have much to go off no, of. you just I, think it's going to be a normal these
0: these episodes were one literally one note there would be one funny thing that was the point of the of mm-hmm. the series like the first one Binky the clown keeps trying to get in the house that's the joke. Yep. And they stretched it out for fifteen minutes. Yep. And, and there, also there's and just also, not much there. In the in the do.
2: episode we just watched, it was just John like got parking ticket. And like, speeding ticket, but yes. Speeding ticket. But like it was still it was still but like his, that was the main thing. His
0: joke the joke was John's not going to pay the ticket and the cop is going to make him pay the ticket. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but And then we find out the guy's not even a cop. So then it opens a whole other box of questions. How did he have a an empty courthouse? How did he have
1: did know, we want a police actually, motorcycle? There, here's the one I want to watch now. Did he murder everybody in the town? How is he the same size as all of their
0: clothes? Right. I mean, it was. It this was, is this is what I
1: want to watch now. I want to
2: watch. I want to watch the. Um, and he
1: looked like he was drawn after Steve Buscemi. Maybe he was. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
2: But yeah, it was just like it basically just had one th- one full joke, but they tried right. to stretch it out as so long. And, and it never that never goes stretch, over well. It's almost like explaining a joke to someone. When That's you stretch true. it out enough, it's not gonna it's, it's not, not funny gonna funny hit anymore. the landing. That's
0: absolutely true. So anyway, um, to kind of wrap things up here. Uh, <laughs> the show ended in 1994, but it was voluntarily canceled. Basically, CBS was looking to cut costs. Um, the show's ratings were actually still really good according to everything I can find online um, but the producers were, the CBS said look we'll give you another season but we're going to cut your cut your uh, budget because after seven seasons I'm sure Lorenzo Music was getting paid pretty handsomely because- I was going to
1: say and those writers probably were like Oh, this pays really good, but if I have to write more of this
0: stuff, I'm going
1: to murder someone. So, anyway, so so the show
0: was fairly expensive for a cartoon, but it was still getting good ratings. But CBS was looking to cut costs as a company. And so they basically came to the producers and said, We'll give you another season, but we're going to cut your budget. And the producers looked at the syndication and were going, You know what? We're making plenty of money off syndication. Mm -hmm. We don't need to do another show, another season. So they just kind of said, You can just cut the show. And we'll just keep selling it in syndication, and we'll keep cashing the checks. So it truly came down to, it's not really about the cartoon, it's all about the money. Yep. And, you know, I mean, I can't blame them. If, if you had something that was this boring, and it was still selling in syndication, go for it. Cash the check.
2: Also, I feel like it's because Garfield was such a beloved character that people felt like, Oh, it's Garfield. He's got his own show. Let's be happy and for it, it. And like seriously, it's, he kind was a huge thing. Of, it's kind of the illusion of it's kind of the illusion of he's a beloved cartoon character. So this Why must wouldn't be funny. we love this? Right.
0: Yeah. That's entirely possible.
2: And if you cut and like if you if cartoon if like um Garfield was just a new cartoon character introduced through the cartoon, I don't think it would have had it would have been that popular. because it was a popular Um, comic strip at the time. Oh yeah. It was well, it was well known. I feel like that's why people were like, well, it's Garfield. He's a beloved character. I love his, I love the comics. Then this must be great too. Then I should love the show. And so they kind of just put that illusion of, I love the show. This is great. Right. Even though they didn't, even, even if a kid kid, or even like someone who, um,
0: well, it's, it's all nostalgia. It's, I liked, I like Garfield. This must be good too then. So anyway, the show went off the air in 1984. Nickelodeon now owns the rights to the animated Garfield. Now, I don't think they own the rights to this show, Garfield and Friends. I think they just own the rights to be able to produce new Garfield cartoons. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, they have not done anything with it. They just own it. <laughs> um, another company actually owns the rights to Garfield and Friends. And they've put out DVDs over the years. Uh, but as, as far as I know, they aren't really doing anything new with the property or anything. So
1: I want to see Garfield get the the peanuts treatment what what was the that did the movies the way that's animated that would be cool
2: to make it look
1: like the comic yeah i've seen
2: so many people talk about like how bad it was a decision of animating the cat with real life people and like having that as live action because i know that that was one of those those were the movies that made the most funny impact where they're just like this is horrible but it's funny now
0: i've never seen any of those with bill murray
2: i've seen people use it as a drinking game each time they see each time Garfield mentions, or they see lasagna, or he mentions he hates, hates, Mondays. hates Mondays. They'll take a shot. I'm just like, and they would get, they would get so drunk. Well, over I would it. think I'm so. Yeah. Like, yeah, there we go. Reuse <laughs> jokes.
0: Yeah, I've never seen any of the live action ones, so it doesn't really interest me. But did you watch any of them?
1: I watched
2: them through YouTube, and I think I
1: watched, well, you like... Watched, I like them, you
2: watched you watched I them, think- them
1: when you were little, but you it was, like, yeah. put on Garfield. Again, put on Garfield, and then you were playing, like... Okay. Because I know that I've seen bits and pieces of it, and it only would have been with you. With you. Yeah, I,
2: yeah I, think, I think I saw, like, a little bit of it, like... So,
0: again, it was probably just... It wasn't a big impact on you or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah.
2: But, yeah, I feel like it would be cool to see Garfield being put through the... Peanuts treatment, where it's essentially animated close to the style, at least, mm-hmm. because I feel like that um, would have given well, a lot more nostalgia for the people who grew up with him, like, who grew it, up with him as adults, and, mean, all, and then
1: a new generation is introduced to the style.
0: In all fairness, this show very closely matched the style of the comic strip.
1: Of course. Oh, yeah, I'm I just mean, talking about, I think, in I think in that, like, computerized CGI, oh, okay. like, okay, okay. that's what I'm talking no, okay, about. Okay, I see what you're
0: saying. Yeah. yes that would be kind of cool to see yeah. a, a sort of 3d garfield yeah but in that okay that would be that would be pretty cool that would have been
2: interesting interesting because of like because from the peanuts movie like they still kept the cartoonish like um vibe and everything and they still kept the style of the comic tree to itself even though it was like It still popped off the screen. Right, and I think that's what Mom's going. Yeah, and I feel like, and I feel like that would have been really interesting to see and see how they how they used the tools that we have now to create
0: a newer version. That would be kind of (laughs) cool.
2: Create a better, less cursed-looking reboot (laughs) than the two thousand nine one. (laughs) Two thousand nine one. I swear, the thing haunts my dreams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I don't know that there's much more for us to say about Garfield and Friends other than it. It didn't hold up. It wasn't
1: it was as a, great. It was as a thing that existed. Yeah,
0: it's unfortunate.
2: It's a, it's a turn on, turn, turn on in front of the kids so we can get some sleep. Well,
1: yeah, <laughs> and hope nothing racist happens. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Garfield and friends. Friends
0: are there to help you get started, to give you a push on your way. Friends are there Thanks for checking out this episode of Generation Tune. Be sure to subscribe today so you can join us as we discuss our favorite cartoons from the last 40 years. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram, both at SMX Audio, where we're available to talk tunes anytime. This has been your host, Rob Landley, from the Space Monkey X Audio Workshop. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you all next time. Give you a friends are there when you need them. They're even there when you are. For a horse in the car,
1: for a shot in the dark. Friends are there. I don't care. But friends will care
0: for you. We've got to stop that chicken from writing on my logo every week.